You are now about to go on a generic side quest. Hello and welcome to our second episode, the sequel to our first episode, the generic side quest, generic audio podcast, generic, the generic transmission, generic transmission. That's what we're calling it. I am here with Amriel. What up? And I am your host, Ricky the Leaf, aka Eight Bit to the Future, aka Drake Quintel, aka Hey You in the Bushes. <laughs> We are here to talk about. To <laughs> we are here to talk about everything gaming of what roughly the past week and a half. Week and I'd half. say since the last time we did this, and really the past two days, it's been a lot of news and a lot of cool stuff that has come out in the gaming world. And E three is coming up. That's, so that's huge. Yeah, that's always a big thing, right? About two weeks now. Uh no, a week and a half really. Oh. Yeah, that's June up. 9th or it because we're basically in June. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get started. Uh, what have you been up to this week in the world of gaming? Honestly, not much. Um, just my daily Pokemon going. Uh, they have this new Sleepy Snorlax, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I have put down Mario Galaxy 2 and choice (laughs) 3d world i put down basically everything i haven't been playing much this week um like i said in the first uh podcast i am like a casual gamer now i know my gaming stuff but when it comes to playing eh, i kind of have to make time for that you know Fair enough. I don't know if I'd... Yeah, I guess it's it's casual in terms of the amount of time you play. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not casual in terms of your knowledge and following the industry and everything. Right, right. Oh yeah, that stuff still fascinates me. Okay. Because then you? we would have to kick you off the, off <laughs> the, the podcast. podcast. How, what have you been up to? I know you've been busy. Yes, I have been. I finally finished Detroit Become Human. I got the platinum in that. And it was quite disappointing. <laughs> I liked... I liked detroit become human because there's a few um there's like a few branching paths that you could take that's the coolest part of the game they give you a flow chart at the end of every scene Mm -hmm. um and it shows you what decision affected what yeah what outcome you got basically which is a lot more in depth than any of their other games like heavy rain had this illusion that if you did this the character might die but there was very few times you could actually die but in this one, most of the characters can die in almost every scene, which was actually really right, cool. Right, that right. I like. But the actual characters I found boring. Uh, the story, like uh, the story, was cool. The concept was cool. Yeah. But yeah. the dialogue was just so a like bitches and force. yeah, like every decision is a life or death decision. The way they make it, <laughs> you have cool, to choose though, this cool. or this. Yeah. But that doesn't happen in real life. That's what I had a problem with. But. Uh, it was so but you cool. platinumed it. I got the platinum, which was also quite boring to get because you had to go back and replay yeah, scenes. certain and branches. It was cool to see some stuff you didn't see the first time through and, like, certain characters died at different spots, which was cool. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, I'd probably give it, like, a 7.8. Too much Android. Uh. <laughs> um, but then after that, I w- was supposed to go through my backlog and play some Spyro Trilogy. Yeah. But instead of that, I found Team Sonic Racing, which came out last week. I found it on sale on Amazon. 
a price match at Best Buy for 39 bucks here in Canada. Yeah. Quite a deal. I guess. It would have dropped to lower in a couple it of weeks. It probably will be 20 bucks by next week. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to see, since Team Sonic Racing is really the first AAA, I would say AAA kart racing game since Mario Kart 8. There hasn't really been, there's been... I guess that's fair to say, but like kart racers aren't really... Yeah, right now, so. no, they're not. But the funny thing is, within a month of each other, we're getting this, and then we're getting Crash Team Racing on uh, June twenty first. I wouldn't call that a Triple A car racing game. Crash Team Racing is what I'm really looking forward to. But I wanted to see if anything can live up to Mario Kart Eight. And I've put about three or four hours into Team Sonic Racing. I didn't like it at first because it felt so different from Sonic. Right. But uh, wait, what? It felt so different from Sonic? I meant to say that <laughs> Mario. My apologies. <laughs> it felt so different from Mario just because it feels more floaty. Um, you're, there's no connection to the Sonic brand, really, of characters for the most part to what me. What do you mean? Like, Can't you play as? No, you play as... Like, there's 15 characters in the game and they're all Sonic. But, I mean, I don't really care for those characters. Oh, and the you items, mean, Okay, you personally... Yeah, yeah okay. and the items, like, you have your boosts, your green shell equivalent which is like right. a bomb or a laser or whatever i heard they do have a cool power up it's like a wall or a bunch blue of walls oh yeah, yeah yeah so it works as a blue shell basically oh. so what happens is it sends column rock columns yeah in front of first place <laughs> but the thing is it stays there until they're destroyed so the first person going through has so many right, if you right. avoid it it's good but most of the time people are going to hit it Crash so by the time them. the person that sent it by the time they sent so it so they're like speed bumps they're like speed bumps which is a much you know what a much better blue shell to be honest yeah because then it takes skill to maneuver exactly around. um single player at least it's cool that they have a single player with a bunch of different modes but um i'm liking it so far i've only done one or two online races and it took a while to connect, which is kind of scary in the first week. But it was pretty cool. But yeah. lots of gaming. And something I did not get a lot of this week, or any week to be honest, is sleep. Ah. But that's going to bring us into Pokemon Sleep. Oh boy. Which is the big topic so, for this week. This is the next hour is going to be about Pokemon Sleep. So basically the Pokemon Direct. Yes, the Pokemon Conference, conference 2019 yeah. conference, uh, aired yesterday from Japan. Which, it was a weird one. It was it, a weird one. It was very weird. I, I had mixed expectations going in, and I left with mixed feelings going out. I, um, going in, you had mixed feelings, you said. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because we are getting a Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct next week, which yeah. is confirmed. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I knew that we weren't really going to see much in terms of games i thought maybe we'd get like one spin-off or something right and we actually got more than one spin-off we actually got a, few, yeah. a lot in terms of apps or games not the spin-off that everybody wanted that's the thing um so basically let's go through some of the things that were announced at this conference we had um at the beginning the first 10 minutes was a lot of fluff they talked about the Detective Pikachu movie. Yeah, it was just them, like, their accolades. Yeah, like the Pokemon Center that's opening... Um, uh, Singapore? No, there no. was one that opened in Singapore, but there's another one in a part of Tokyo. Uh, not Tokyo, but in Japan. Oh. Um, in a new shopping center, and it's going to have, like, a big Mewtwo and everything. Right, right. Pretty cool. I probably won't get to visit it for many years if it's even there when <sighs> I visit Japan. Yeah, I probably will. Um, so they, they went through all that. They talked about Detective Pikachu, 
the movie. And then they also spoke that we're getting a sequel to Detective Pikachu on the Switch. Yeah, and you knew it was coming because there was, um, it was a cliffhanger that left off on the 3DS. True, but I actually thought we were just going to get a port of the 3DS game. Um, nah, that would be a waste of time. I mean, you, different... still, you still might, but uh, I think that would be a waste of time. And this definitely will make more money this way by just doing it as a straight-up um, sequel. sequel. So that was cool. That was actually a prediction I had going into it, and that was probably the only thing I was able to predict correctly going into this. Um, another thing they mentioned was Pokemon Home. And do you want to talk about Pokemon Home? Yeah, I'll talk about Pokemon <laughs> Home. Um, there's not much to talk about. It's basically Pokemon Bank from a few years ago. It's just updated now. Uh, they're going cloud-based, um, but this time you can add your Pokemon Go Pokemon to it, and obviously it'll connect to the new games. Uh, it's basic, and the 3DS games as well. And the 3, yeah, yeah, so everything. Um, yeah, exactly like Pokemon Bank. Uh, they didn't mention any pricing. We think there will be pricing because Pokemon Bank had a pricing option Yeah. Um, to get more storage uh it's a it's uh, it's good i guess yeah i don't know how, <laughs> how i feel about it either i mean it's a little bit better than pokemon bang in terms of they're making it seem like we can interact with these pokemon they're saying it's all going to this one central place yeah so maybe it's going to be similar to let's go um, pikachu and eevee edition like when you transfer your go pokemon you can go into a field and interact with them right because they say they will be introducing trading online true with as, with friends and strangers yes which is something uh nintendo really should focus on uh more using friends online using friends yes using <sighs> friends online we'll get to that in a little bit yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean it seems cool they didn't show anything like in terms of gameplay i guess you can even call it gameplay they didn't nah, show any screenshots a of, just a logo basically a lot of logos yeah and like a powerpoint presentation of play with friends play with people <laughs> online stuff like that which was basically this whole conference i would say for the most part yep do you think i can't remember what they said with pokemon bank but were you able to save your red and blue pokemon or no that's still impossible um I don't know, to be honest. Because I know you could switch to the the GBA versions, and the GBA versions could switch to the DS versions, because the original DS had the GBA port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the DS ones, obviously, to 3DS and then Pokemon Bank. I don't know. It would I'm going to say no, but remember how they did a digital re-release of them on the eShops? Uh, yeah. So maybe there's the some... Same. It's not the same, but we'll, we'll have to look into that. Yeah. Next, and probably, I guess, the biggest announcement, just because they probably spent the most time on this, was Pokemon Sleep. Uh, you think the biggest? Amount of time, yeah, because they spoke about Pokemon Sleep as the as the device. Yeah. That it's going to be a separate app, and then it's also being incorporated with Go. Pokemon Go. So a so, different company, Niantic, isn't making the Pokemon Sleep app. It's a different company. Correct. Um, It's the same people who made Magikarp Flip. Magikarp jump. Flip. Or Jump. Yeah, sorry. Um, which is weird because that game was the most simplistic. You just tap a. Yep. It was weird. Um, so they're they're heading a brand new Pokemon spinoff game. Um, and yeah, it's uh, it is interesting to say the least. Yeah, their tagline is they want to make sleeping entertainment just like how they sleep into entertainment just like how they made walking into entertainment. Yeah, they actually had a little trailer, not of gameplay again. 
but basically just people walking <laughs> around the world. And then they had a counter, which I'm assuming was a counter of how many kilometers people have walked in Pokemon Go so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That kept on going up. It kept on going up. And then all of a sudden it switched to someone sleeping and there was a new device um, beside the person, which looked like a flat um, like Pokemon Go Plus. Right. Um, and then a new counter started, which was, I think, minutes or hours. So they were talking about sleep, like the amount of time you sleep. And yeah, they just pretty much covered the fact that, I don't know. <laughs> they didn't really talk about it. I mean, um, what's his name? Uh, James Hankey? John Hankey? Hankey. Yeah, yeah, the CEO of Niantic. Mr. Hankey. Mr. You. Hankey came out and also spoke about that he's excited for it and they will have more to talk about, I think, in 2020. Um, but probably the best news is Sleeping Snorlax is now available for about a week in it, Pokemon Go. So I'm surprised you're talking about that as the biggest news. I know that was a joke, the best news. I was really interested in Pokemon Masters. That was probably the most game like yeah. game even though it's there. a gotcha game and it's gonna make a lot of whales out of people yeah uh, it looks cool though pokemon masters basically is going to incorporate all previous trainers. pokemon gym leaders trainers um indigo plateau masters from elite four elite four from the different games and I guess the anime because Brock, Misty seemed to be in it as well. No, but Brock and Misty were in the game. That's true. And I think it was blue. It was, Gary wasn't referred to as Gary. Yeah, yeah. Um, the graphics have the cel-shaded type of style and it seems to be turn-based like uh, the RPGs. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be one of those things that it's going to have some sort of refill to get into another battle yeah. and because then you can dna with is making it no? yeah dna who makes most of nintendo's mobile offerings but hey at least you could play it with one hand that's true i mean it, it does seem like the coolest thing as soon as you hear mobile you get a little iffy yeah um but it is cool and definitely looks neat um back to the pokemon sleep they did introduce a new device called the pokemon go plus plus uh, it is more disc-shaped. It looks like a Pokeball, but it's flatter. Um, it's going to track your sleep. I don't know what else it's going to do. I don't know if it has the same features as a Pokemon Go. Uh, I think it, do it does have the same features as um, a Pokemon Plus, uh, like the Pokeball, except I don't think you can... Use it as a controller. Yeah. Okay. And also, it doesn't seem like it's easy uh, easily clippable, like... The original it Pokemon yeah, it, Plus. It doesn't look like it has clips. But it says um, you will be able to get notifications through vibration and LED lights. Okay. Um, and then just like we said, there was some non-gaming stuff. They spoke about these shirts that were only offered <laughs> in Japan. And I think people at the conference got some shirts. Yeah. People <laughs> leaving, I think they, they mentioned it. What was the company? Do you remember? I don't know, to be honest. I'll look this up. Um... And some of the shirts look cool. No, the know. designs are very minimalistic, but yeah. very cool. But I heard they're very pricey as well. Uh, um, I didn't actually look into the price, but I think Nintendo... Not Nintendo, sorry, but the Pokemon Company's actual tweet mentioned that they're expensive. So I don't know if that was like a translation like error or something because it's weird to mention they're expensive. But right. one more thing they did mention is NetEase, which is partnering with the Pokemon Company to bring Pokemon Quest over to China. That might not seem like a big deal because it's Pokemon right. Quest. No, but entering into the Chinese market 
Exactly, is a big deal because Nintendo's doing that actually with Tencent um, to try to get the Switch over there in China. And yeah. they said there was pre-registered or pre-registrations for Pokemon Quest was at 1.7 million people. <laughs> They're going to be so disappointed when that comes out. <laughs> but um, I think I think that's enough Pokemon for now. Or is it enough Pokemon? Should we talk about Sword and Shield? Uh, you want to do predictions? Let's 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 get the Pokemon out of the way. Okay. Let's talk. What are you expecting to see next week, Wednesday, June the fifth, for the Pokemon Sword and Shield Direct, which is roughly fifteen minutes, is what they said. So, um, my first one is mm-hmm. a no-brainer. I actually don't like when they do this because I like the surprise in Pokemon. But uh, we're going to see the final evolutions of the starters. Yeah, we'll see all three of yeah. each starter. I personally don't like when they do that. I like being surprised. Like, oh man. My my Charmander has wings now. It's I mean? true, but even if they didn't reveal it, someone's gonna leak it sooner or yeah, later, right? That's true, that's true. Um yeah, we're gonna see that. We're probably gonna see the legendaries for oh, sword and yeah, for yeah. shields. Oh man, I forgot about that. Um we'll see more maybe something along the lines of how the gyms are gonna work, because I know they're called isn't it? I'm not gonna say gyms, I'm gonna say it's gonna be another gimmick like a gym. So like you know how Gen four, I I think it was Gen four introduce like um uh those weird contests where you have to make up your pokemon like put like clothing on them and, oh okay like, yeah, beauty yeah. Pageant, like a beauty pageant pokemon. thing yeah yeah i think this will be a different thing i think this might be like um physical attributes like uh who could run the fastest or hmm. something like that i don't know yeah they're still gonna i think they'll still have something traditional on there too because yeah yeah i i don't think they'll get rid of the gyms i think this will just be an in addition. oh in addition because yeah. i know sun and moon they were called challenges weren't they yeah, yeah, yeah they weren't just like gym leaders they were the island challenges i believe i don't know i didn't actually finish sun and moon but i remember hearing that it was a little bit different um yeah we're gonna see a few pokemon they will reveal or if they bring more low in or different types up for this part of this region yeah the gala region i believe it's called yeah which is based basically on the UK. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty standard stuff. I'm not s- expecting anything out of the ordinary. You're probably going to hear a mention of Pokemon Home again and how it can connect to it. Um, and possibly hear something about the new Go++ and how it can connect to the game. Mm. Um, they're all about monetizing all these accessories. Um, we might even see a bundle. So speaking of accessories and yeah. kind of tying back into the shirt topic uh, we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, the shirts are actually powered by Original Stitch. That's the company. Which I've never heard of. Um, they have a shirt for all original 151 Pokemon. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, a tie-in to Sword and Shield, I just remembered. They held a competition yeah. for someone to design a Pokemon shirt. And that design would be in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh. Now, that you could use for your character? Yeah. Ah. Now, there were two controversies. Because the first person they um, chose plagiarized their shirt ah. design. The second person they chose plagiarized their shirt design. <laughs> so now the contest is over. There won't be <laughs> there won't be any shirts. But you can still buy your There'll real no shirts. no shirt this year. <laughs> <laughs> but you can buy your real shirts um, at pokemon.co.japan slash ex that original shirts the link will possibly be in the description below possibly 
The the, the, the shirts actually look pretty sick. And they're, now they're shipping globally because before it was just in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're shipping to Europe and North America. Okay. That's pretty cool. I'm, I mean, I would want one, but if this thing ends up being like 80 to 100 bucks for a shirt, I'm going to pass on that. Yeah, true. Um, but maybe if I'm in Japan one day or they actually have local stores even here, which I highly doubt because if we don't even get Pokemon centers here, I doubt we'll get these shirts sold locally here. So it's kind of interesting with these shirts. You could actually, um, you don't just buy a shirt. It's like a custom shirt. You, you like pick the sizing and the material and stuff like short that. Short sleeve, long sleeve, collars, patterns. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a new trend now with um like online customizable um, clothing, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one last thing for the direct the prediction. I think we're gonna find the release date. Which oh yeah, most we don't likely. Have yet, huh? No, it's most likely November. I think every Pokemon game launches in November. Yeah. Um. So that's not going to be a surprise there. I'm just really happy they're having this direct before E3, so it doesn't take up too much time. Exactly. Now this and um, Super Mario Maker Two, we don't have to worry too much about like taking up much time. Yeah. Um. Speaking of Super Mario Maker Two, just to briefly talk about that. It was announced that you can't play online with your friends. The friends that you have added to your Switch. To your Switch, you cannot play with them online. Sure, you can play with people when they're in the same room, which is You could actually play with strangers online. Yeah, you can play with strangers. So Nintendo, I guess, takes a step forward and two steps back again. <laughs> um what do you think about that? Uh it's amazing. <laughs> they they managed to Nintendo up um then their uh their biggest game i'm gonna call it their biggest game so far yeah for uh, this year at least because it's so social it's such a social game the for as low sales as the wii u one did because it was on the wii u mm-hmm. um it tore up youtube everybody was on that um people are still playing through those custom levels uh, and they, Twitch exploded yeah. with with uh, Super Mario Maker 1. The excitement for this was off the charts up until... I mean, it's minor. People are still going to play the game. Yeah. It's not huge. Um, but it's just like, yo, why can't I play with my friends? <laughs> 100%. And I'm, I'm paying for the service. Why can't I do yeah, it? Yeah, you're charging now for the online. Why can't you do... You offer so much in this game, and there's so much content in this game. This... I don't know. Yeah, it's it's again. Yeah, it's not a huge deal. It's just upsetting because it's something that really didn't have to be done. So their reasoning was um, they don't want people cheesing the online leaderboards uh, so you can get your friends to lose on purpose. So your rank goes higher. Just do casual play then with friends. Don't have like a ranked option. That's guess, it. Yeah, like it's an easy thing. You can do that with any game that has like, but it's even stupid because you can't even play co-op with your friends. Yeah. <sighs> You know Which I mean? wouldn't have a thing anyways, exactly. right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I saw my pre-order. I will still be getting it. Everybody will still get it. Oh yeah. And I heard the stylus is not actually coming to North America. The stylus will only be available in Japan and uh, Europe. Yeah. Which really sucks because that game should come with the stylus, especially in handheld oh, yeah. mode. That's so weird. Usually yeah. North America gets a lot gets of it. stuff. But any, any captive... Is it captive stylus? I forget what the term is, but pretty much any stylus that, with the soft type of thing oh, should yeah. work on the screen. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, styli are quite cheap. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I get you. I get where you're coming from. It's not a big deal, but I think, yo, it's 
it was it was a cool pre-order bonus too like i liked it and it just makes sense for a game like that because you you want people like invested like more invested i suppose yeah because i heard i watched um a preview a hands-on preview for the game and they were saying on tv mode it's not the best to create that way people are used to the way it was on the wii u when you had the gamepad where you're creating on the gamepad and seeing it on the tv it was actually like one of the best features for that game was the wii u the wii u was actually built for that game well that game was built for the wii u in mind yeah you know what i mean um which is weird to give any praise to the wii u no no that's (laughs) that is a sick console um but yeah do you have anything else regarding uh super mario maker Maker? i'm still really uh excited for the uh story mode and they said there is um actually a branching path in the story mode like your decisions um are different like whereabouts you visit the castle that yeah. you ultimately um build yeah will change up like the next courses that you do huh yeah. i i did not but can you end up doing all the courses i see that i don't know I i'm just, sure you can backtrack and probably do right, it but right. that's kind of cool yeah yeah hmm branching paths you know a game might have branching paths or just branching weirdness what's what's that death stranding (laughs) death stranding has been i believe it was announced early in 2016 well over three years ago by hideo kojima himself it's just smeared in a bunch of controversy yeah um he left konami or was kicked out basically of konami um for creative i have some thoughts on that you have some thoughts on that (laughs) we can get into that uh for some creative differences and basically the budget supposedly exploding on mgs5 the phantom pain right and they didn't want they were getting sick of his i guess shenanigans Um, or like how long he was taking to finish it he's a creative right so yeah and they're about making money and pachinko machines (laughs) um so that was a big fallout he created Kojima Productions, and his first announcement was Death Stranding. Yeah. And we got a super weird trailer back in 2016 of Norman Reedus, the actor who pretty much looks like Norman Reedus <laughs> in the game, um, naked in like some black sand or gray sand with some ominous like music and this weird gray sky and a naked baby and yeah. all this weird stuff that everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Kind of like a wartimey vibe. Yeah. Um, and the trailers have not gotten any better since. No, just weirder. More questions are, are brought up every yeah. time you watch a new trailer. Even though, like, um, people always say, like, with certain properties, uh, oh, I have more questions than I got answers. Yeah. Um, so for the first few trailers, um, there were no... There were no answers. There was nothing. But this latest trailer that dropped, it gave us some a little bit of story insight. Um, the most we've ever had, um, which I appreciated. But I'm still confused. I'm still lost. Yeah. I mean, I've always been hyped up for this game ever since it came out because Metal Gear Solid, the original, is my favorite game. So, yeah, I'm one of those people that praise Kojima as a god, even though <laughs> lots of times he could seem a little pretentious. And even the way he reveals stuff sometimes... Do you think he comes off pretentious? I don't think so. He comes off creative. He comes off creative. Okay. 
let me explain how this reveal happened for those that maybe just have seen the trailer. Oh, true. Earlier today, um, the PlayStation Twitch channel streamed the Death Stranding reveal, but basically it was a bunch of goo, like the black tar oil on the screen. That shows up in the video game. That shows up in the video game trailers and in the video game as we can see in the trailer. Um, and it was blocking the majority of the trailer. The trailer was on a constant loop. So the screen was black. Yeah, the screen was the black. the trailer was playing. Yeah. And then there was handprints that would take off more of the oil. As the day went on, there was assumptions that it had to do with how many people were watching. Or at a certain time, it would finally be revealed. But it did seem like it was just slowly more and more of the trailer was being shown. And it was just in a constant loop. Until finally, it was Apparently, clear. it was like 22 hours long or something. Yeah, it was some ridiculous amount. I <laughs> even had it on in the background because I was one of those people that thought, we need as many people as possible. We got to tell everybody. And I thought it was maybe a marketing thing. Yeah. Where he just wanted publications also to be like, hey, go here. We need as many hands to help us as possible. Because that was part of the thing where um, we need hands to connect or something like that. Yeah, and um, tomorrow is in your hands. There's a big connection with future, past and strands um so finally trailer drops i'm super hyped i was kind of my hype kind of died down when they revealed a trailer at the video games award show in, in december yeah it was a long ass trailer it's the it longest trailer that was just didn't show anything no it, was, it <laughs> seemed like a big walking simulator to be honest yeah and the game still, still has that it vibe it still looks like it i mean you could set up ladders or at least a ladder <laughs> But it's pretty much, it, it looks like he's a delivery boy. Yep. Um, walking, a, oh, a cool fact that they showed in the uh, trailer. Uh, it's America that he's walking in, this dystopian America. Mm -hmm. um, again, we got a lot of story elements, but I'm still, I'm still lost. He's apparently working for the president at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he, there seems to be four groups of major bad guys. Yeah. Um, uh there is maybe some combat uh we saw a, a shooting portion yeah and it seems like there's stealth there's definitely stealth and you said it reminded you of metal gear solid 5 yeah uh, and even vehicles as well he drives some sort of like motorcycle a motorcycle ATV. yeah yeah um uh so there are game elements to it it's not just walking yeah uh there's no hood which is cool well hopefully there's no hood all the trailers don't have any hood on it yeah, but that might... I mean, there's a menu that pops up, I guess, when he goes through his inventory. Like, when yeah. he was setting up the ladder, there was a menu that popped up, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't very intrusive or anything. No, but that's not a hood. That's not always there. It's only when you activate the menu. Yeah, um, fair enough. There, is, uh, there are numbers when you're shooting. I think how much bullets you got. Yeah, I think it was an ammo count. Um, but that was it. That, so, I mean, you'll probably be able to turn something on or off, I'm assuming. Yeah. Otherwise, it would to just make it more cinematic, I mean, it's a yeah. Kojima game. I'm not surprised by that. And Del Toro. Yeah. Um, who makes an appearance in the game, which As is cool. Dead Man, <laughs> and I think there's Die Hard Man. Yeah. <laughs> they sound like Mega Man bosses, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> not really surprised there. But the biggest reveal, or at least to me, oh, right. was the fact that this game is actually coming out this year, November eighth, twenty nineteen. I honestly, there was parts of me that thought this would be a PS5 game for how many times it's been teased. 
and never getting a date that we actually got a hard date that it's November 8th. I think that's crazy. So that's uh, six months? Yeah, about six months. Um, so basically, Sony won E3 without having to show up to E3 this year. Oh, yeah, they're not even They're not up. even there. And they uh, they dropped, They should have dropped this, I think, like when E3 started and just drew all the attention away what from E3. What do you think E3. about the timing of this? Isn't it kind of, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of, I mean, lots of companies look at Nintendo with Super Mario Maker, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. True. Um, and Call of Duty is going to announce their new title tomorrow before yeah. E3. Yeah, yeah. So it just seems like, I, I don't know. It's a little bit strange. With the Call of Duty, um, did they not already announce? No, there was rumors, I think, that it was going to be Trey, modern. It? Yeah, and it was another and it, Modern Warfare. And it's literally four? called Modern or, Warfare. <laughs> yeah. All these naming conventions. Yeah. Well, we'll find out tomorrow for sure on Call of Duty. Um but that's all we're going to talk about Call of Duty, unless you yeah, want to talk yeah, about anything really. else with that. Uh, no, nah, I'm not really a, a fan. No, I mean, I did kind of want to try out their Battle Royale mode, which I actually heard good things about. What, the zombies? No, the Battle Royale mode? Oh, I, don't right, think it, right. I think it's just a Battle Royale. It's not 100 people. Blackout, I think, is what it's right, called. Right, right. Um, I heard good things, but I'm just not a huge fan of first-person shooters. Um, I haven't even tried Apex Legends, and I hear that's <laughs> amazing. So, yeah, you should try out Anthem, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> Shreve always tries to get me to play that, but uh... Shreve is playing Anthem. Yeah, Shreve plays some bad <laughs> games. Shout out to our audio producer, Shreve. Shreve, yeah, that's right. I don't think he's our audio producer, but nah. um, one day, one day when we have like we'll one... hire him on as an intern, exactly, and when we have sponsors for the show. I think Amazon actually gives you two free audiobooks right now if you sign up, but it has nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> it could. <laughs> let's move on. I don't really have a transition to this, but let's move on to it quickly. The Sonic movie. Mm. Ah, ah, you got to move fast. Ah, uh, I yes. get it, because he's fast. That's right, but he's not so fast, because news came out that the movie is delayed until 2020 this was inevitable it had to happen yeah i i'm surprised they actually didn't announce this at the time the director said hey we heard your feedback we're gonna change it we're gonna delay the movie yeah um because that happened what two or three weeks ago the reveal trailer of sonic the hedgehog movie which was originally supposed to come out in november yeah um and now it's being pushed to valentine's day 2020 (laughs) so that's gonna be a great date movie it actually might do better in the start of the year when it's a little bit quieter for movies anyways. It won't be during the summer blockbuster area. It won't exactly. be during the holiday rush. I'm mm. still not hyped for the movie, yeah. but... I, I mean, I've been seeing uh, a lot of mods. People have inserted um, Cartoon Sonic. Yeah. And that looks amazing. They should have <laughs> just hired that person, whoever did that. <sighs> Maybe. Um, but I understand the delay because now they have to redo all of their merchandising. They have to redo all the posters, you know? They... There's probably a tie-in game. Let's be honest, um, <laughs> and so they'll have to do they'll have to do everything all over again. Um, Jim Carrey, uh, they'll probably won't change anything for Jim. No, he looks stellar. He looks like the best part of the movie, to be honest. Yeah, uh, it, it's still gonna be corny. It's still gonna be for kids. Um, it's still a Sonic movie, so don't have your high yeah. expectations. Still a solid forty on Metacritic. <laughs> um, Weird, but. Unfortunately, I'm probably still going to go to theaters to watch it. I won't wait until it hits Netflix. Yeah, I probably will. 
Even though earlier on I just said I have no affinity for Sonic yeah. characters, but who knows? Who knows? I probably will go watch it because I'm a sucker like that. <laughs> but you know what I'm also a sucker for? What? Kickstarters. Are you? That's right. Have you backed any? Actually, I almost backed one. I never have backed Which any, one? so I guess I'm not. Which one? The Ouya back in the day. <laughs> okay. I almost did it. My favorite system. And that's right. If for all you listeners, an Easter egg. Let's uh, let's uh, skip over this piece of news. It's so tragic. <laughs> the Ouya is gonna officially die uh, on June the twenty fifth, I believe, mm-mm. near the end of June. Support for the system will completely cease. Any credit you have on the Ouya store, I don't know what it's called, will. Be gone. I'll It'll tell be trash. you some Ricky the Leaf. Yeah. Great ideas never die. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah will live on in your hearts. Oh man, I minds. I bought one on day one <laughs> because I didn't back them, and then I'm like, I still wanted to, yeah. to get that machine for a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, an Android phone basically for your TV, or sorry, not an Android, an Android system. Android basically. Box. Yeah, I played those games. Um, I think the bigger surprise here is that this thing actually had support until now. I thought it was dead already. I think the biggest... Yeah, so like when that uh, streaming uh, company said, we will be stopping our... Razer, right? Yeah. Yeah. We will be stopping our uh, Ouya services. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, I got that email. I'm like, what? (laughs) You guys are still supporting this? Mine is still collecting dust there. I haven't turned that on since probably the first week where I downloaded... uh, like an emulator, an NES emulator <laughs> to try it out, which was cool. But You're missing out, bro. You're missing out. Yeah. Well, rest in peace, Ouya. Rest um, in peace. It just came at the wrong time. <laughs> or period. It just shouldn't it just have existed. Period. That's right. <laughs> but another console that might succeed where the Ouya failed. Well, though, I don't know if this is even... a spiritual successor for sure. Oh, I don't know because <laughs> the Ouya is considered a micro console. Now, this is more a handheld or. I guess a desk toy, like a premium desk toy. Uh, Okay, a handheld console, we'll say, just because it's a gaming podcast. We don't talk about toys here. We're men. (laughs) What we are talking about is the Playdate handheld video game system. It looks so good. By Panic is the name of the company. If you haven't heard of Panic... You probably have. It's the same people who published um, Firewatch. Yeah, and they're actually publishing Untitled Goose Game, which, which is the actual... Hilarious. And is the actual name of the game, Untitled Goose Game. That's coming out for the Switch. Yep. Um, so it's this cool little yellow handheld with a crank. It kind of reminds me of a Game Boy Pocket, mm-hmm. um, but more square. And it has a crank <laughs> at the side of it. Um, still an A and B button. Still a D-pad. Yep. Um, there's an extra button. We don't know that what it does. And there's a, a power button at the top. Where's the extra button? Um, on the front next to the screen. Oh, it's maybe like it's a like a circular, home button or something? Maybe. It's a small circular button. And let it be known that crank is not used to power up the system. Because <laughs> anybody I've told about That's this, they're I like, thought. oh, is the crank to power it up? No, which would be pretty cool. The crank is actually used in as uh, input method in game. Yeah. Um, we actually haven't... <laughs> Even the way the games are being released for this is super weird. Um, they showed one gameplay trailer of like a robot. Yeah, going forwards and backwards. With yeah, the so yeah, you use a crank and he goes forward and backward. It's a black and white screen. Oh yeah. Um, it looks pretty crisp. It is not HD. They made that clear. I think there's it's no four- even there's not a backlight even. That's what I'm most worried about. Yeah. That 
I, I understand they're trying to go kind of retro with it mm-hmm. and old school, but no backlight seems like an issue. But if the whole thing is black with a monochrome type of look, right. like not that green of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it'll work. It's funny. Um, just this week, they released a mod for the uh, Game Boy Color to have a backlight. Oh, really? Just like some independent guys just released a mod. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that had anything to do with the play date, though. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I really want it. It's 150 US. Yeah, that's that's where I'm going to stop, though. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, not, um, it's not competition for, like, the Switch yeah. or anything like that. It's a collector's item. Mm-hmm. It's uh, indie developers um, that are making the 12 games. Yep. The guy from uh, Katamari Damacy. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. going to be creating one of the games. I'm. I don't think I'm a fan of his, but uh... I. I guess that was the biggest name that people are going to recognize. Like I don't even know his name right now, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean yeah. the biggest game that was represented there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And the games will. There's twelve of them uh, that will be released within three months. Yeah. Every week. Every week. Yeah. Without an announcement of what the next game will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't actually know what you're buying. Yeah, um, which is I don't know. That seems cool. I don't know. It's it's a cool like weird like indie thing. Yeah, and that season it has a crank, yo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that season of games, those twelve games are included with your hundred fifty dollar purchase. They're yeah. calling it a season. Um, and then if it does well enough, I don't know what they're expecting to sell. But if it does well enough and they can get more backers for it or more developers, they will probably do multiple seasons. Well, here's the thing with that. They already said it's um limited supply. So what they sell is what they sell. Yeah. So do you think they'll add another season or they'll make a number two, a Playdate 2? I think the manufacturing just takes as more costly to them. Yeah. I think you just make a second season. Maybe. Limited supply, what do you think? Like this thing's selling like 5,000 or they're making five to 10,000 of these things? Yeah, I'd say 5,000. I'd yeah. say limited, like real limited. Panic's not a huge company. They actually don't only focus on games. I think they deal with software as well. Like, they publish, like we said, those those two indie games, but they're usually not into gaming that much. Yeah. And I think they're working with another company called Teenage Engineering. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I forget what they do, but they're working with them to create uh, the Playdate. I know it's being uh, assembled in Singapore. Hmm. Um, I did not know that. Which Yeah, so on their site, you can, like, rotate a 3D model of the thing. Yeah. Um, and just, like, get a real close-up look at it. And it says, like, made in Singapore at the back. Huh. Uh, which is, eh, it's kind of iffy. I hope no little kids have made this thing. No, Singapore is good. If it was China, that's a different story. Uh, there's a lot of bad stories coming out of Singapore. But... Hey, first world country. Yeah, maybe. Shout out to Vino. V- oh, yeah. That's right. Doctor. PhD Vino. <laughs> and we so are... So, hold on, hold on. Are you, do you think you'll get it? Not at 150 US. You. 200 Canadian, basically. The man what, who has every rows stupid and thing. Rows. And I own that Ouya. I own that Ouya. Rows and rows of Amiibo. Um, rows and rows of games that are still sealed. I own three copies of Watch Dogs. I own three <laughs> copies of Watch Dogs. I'm the only person in this world that owns more than one copy of Watch Dogs. You have a PlayStation Vita. Hey, what's wrong with that? The Vita is a very underrated system. I want one. I'm not going to lie. I want one. You, I don't. I can't you, pay that much for it. I can't own, justify it. You own multiple Labo sets. 
That I do too. Those are fun to put together, not fun to play with, and they collect dust now. But yeah, no, I do want it, but I can't justify that price. Uh, I really can't just. We'll see. At the time it comes out, I'm gonna read about it and hey, everything. You, you I'm best super... get on it now. Limited, limited nah. quantity. No, nah, nah. <laughs> because you know they're gonna charge for shipping too. I just want you to get it, so I don't have to get it. Nah. <laughs> Someone will get it that we know. Yeah, probably not, but. Uh, and we're gonna drift into our last story here. And it's about Mario Kart Tour, ah. which is the mobile game. It's always great to end with a mobile game. Um, by Nintendo, by... It is by DNA? Yeah. Uh, the beta, the closed beta, started last week to yeah. select users. Uh, a you, bit of controversy. Yeah, a bit of controversy on the game because it is very reminiscent to many other free-to-play mobile games but to an extent where it's like oh no nintendo what are you doing um there is loot boxes there are game mechanics that it almost seems like it's pay to win yep um nintendo has yet to do that uh this is their first game that seems like a pay to win now it's still in the beta and if they get enough uh bad feedback negative feedback i'm sure they can change it but uh the rise of nintendo mobile games um makes me think that they won't uh it's a it's a huge source of revenue yeah like fire emblem yeah fire emblem is Um, it heroes heroes yeah i heard that actually makes a lot of money for them in the mobile space um actually it's funny uh this may be a good thing i can't remember what country but they they had to take it out of a country recently there are two mobile games animal crossing and belgium fire yes it was germany Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah Um, because the loot box the laws loot, that they brought in loot boxes are illegal there because it's uh, considered gambling um, so hopefully more countries get in on this because <laughs> <laughs> I do not like pay to win I hate pay to win yeah uh, especially in a kart racer come on now it hurts the brand of Mario Kart in a way. I do understand that these mobile games are supposed to just get people interested in that franchise. Yeah. And then you're supposed to buy a Switch to play well, the real experience. I think that was the original idea. But now that they've seen it, oh, yo, this is a money maker. It makes maker, money, yeah. Uh, I think they've thrown that away. Yeah. Visually, from what I've seen, I mean, there's leaked yeah, video. Yeah, it's good. It yeah. looks real good. It looks, it's just a down downgrade a little bit from Mario Kart 8, but it still looks solid. Um, it seems like it's bringing back a bunch of old tracks from the 3DS games, um, GameCube. They haven't revealed everything. Of course, it's a closed beta. It has a bunch of characters. They had that Dino one from the 64. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, I mean, it looks like a solid game. And I even like the implementation of the new mechanics. The swiping? Um, no, not the swiping. The um, certain characters have bonuses on certain courses. I even like that. So, like, on, like, a Luigi's Haunted mansion of course mm. he would get access to three items um where everybody else would get access to one item uh, um but that's where the pay, pay to, to win, win. because yeah. you don't actually know what racers you're getting in these loot boxes it's completely random um and also and it's premium, a point system too it's a point system there are there is premium currency um gems or something yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's always gems. And to do the race, <laughs> you spend a heart yeah. instead of a fuel tank, which would make more sense. But anyway, it's basically a fuel tank. Yeah, it's uh, like many other free-to-play games where you have to wait a certain amount of time for to refuel to play another race or pay the premium currency and automatically get it filled up. 
but it's going to have that mechanic that the first few times you do it, it's going to give it to you for free. For free, yeah. yeah. Um, just to keep people going. And, and then, then you waste all your stuff, and then you're like, oh, shit. I yeah, I don't want to wait. <laughs> yeah. I heard even if you unlock, like, like through regular racing, you unlock. Because right now in the beta, you can't actually pay real money. Yeah. Um, you unlock, like, a new uh, cup with new courses. You still have to wait a certain period of time for that to actually be accessible. Oh. I heard that in one review. It was, like, 24 hours they had to wait Jeez. for a cup. I'm like, what? You know what I also heard when you're doing the gotcha system? Uh, so you, there's three parts you can get. Um, your glider, your mm-hmm. carts. And wheels? Um, or character. Uh, the glider... Th- so here's another kind of cool um, element. The glider um, dictates what kind of items you get. And the cart dictates what type of speed boost. Okay. And the character, um, well, gives you those bonuses on Yeah, that you were courses. speaking about. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of weird. It's kind of cool. It's giving purpose a little bit more to the gliders, at least. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird that they tied items to gliders, but I, they're trying something new. Uh, I don't know. It's it. They're they're taking a formula. They're making it their own. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Unfortunately, here at Generic Side Quest, none of us got into the, beta. the closed beta, even though it was for Android phones only, and we're both Android owners. But it's okay. Nintendo <laughs> will will allow you this time to uh, pass over us. Yeah. But it shouldn't be too long. It's still uh, meant to come out summer. Yeah. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be before March. 2019 but it got delayed yeah and this closed beta just started but yeah, yeah. we should be seeing it sometime this summer I wonder so. what, what do you think they were working on <laughs> i don't know because the gotcha elements maybe maybe it was just more on the system you could only play in portrait mode as well which is good i mean that's been their mo from day one, one so you could yeah. play with one hand um mario run you could play with one hand uh pokemon go not really but that's not dna well, Pokemon Go, you can play with one hand. Mm, yeah. It's more comfortable uh, to play with two, especially when you start spinning things. But yeah. I mean, um, curving. Curving your throws and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all the news from the past week and a half. I'll still wreck motherfuckers in this new po- uh, this new Mario Kart. When he says wreck, he means he'll especially be like third. Ricky, no, no, third no, especially Ricky the Leaf. I'll third crush him. best. You are listening this voice right now of... Ricky the Leaf. The Blue Shell Master. That's the only way you can win. I can win anyway. I have With triple skill, skills on the racetrack, <laughs> no skills sir. in the bedroom. <laughs> I am a Mar- I don't know what that has to do with Mario Kart. So but... you're going to use Pokemon <laughs> Plus Plus? That's you know about the only skills in the bedroom you have. <laughs> that is true. But, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I don't even think it has multiplayer. We didn't talk about that. Nah, Game explains sure that have... there is no multiplayer. But again, it's a closed beta. That's impossible. That's impossible. They have to have multiplayer. I don't know. They were saying that they thought it was bots, like, and it was just people's names on it. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm sure for the beta. Yeah. But no, hundred percent. If it's no, if it's one player, no. We'll see. And we'll just see. like online leaderboards, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. We will see. That's gross. I know. Um, let's move on. Okay. To our generic master debater topic, we still have to rename that. That why thing. i don't know i we got some angry letters last time <laughs> Treef said we should change it our audio producer said is audio producer an actual title yeah audio producer yeah anything is a title Shreve, you okay with that vice audio producer we our topic today is the most disappointing games 
that we have experienced in our life. So basically games you were hyped for but disappointed you. Exactly. They don't necessarily have to end up being bad games, but they were super hyped. And the reason why I came up with this topic was the whole fact that I'm super hyped for Death Stranding. But there's also a part of me <laughs> that <one>. knows <laughs> I can be really disappointed by that game yeah. because it's so super weird. Well, check it out. Even Resident, I'm, Resident Evil, uh, even uh, Metal Gear 5, that was not a full game. People were kind of let down. Yeah, I was partly let down by it. And that was a game I was super hyped for as well. So hype can be a double-edged sword. Hype is always a double-edged sword. I hate hype. Especially around E3. Well, but hype's also like a drug. It just keeps you yeah, hooked yeah, yeah. too, right? I'm I lying. mean, that's I really, a bad thing. <laughs> I really like hype, around, especially around E3. Um, so I'm going to start off... It's magic. ...with one game that comes to mind whenever I think of most disappointing. Are we going to go one for one? Are you going we to can go? go one for one, sure. Um, my biggest one... I, I, I guess these aren't ranked really in any order, but the one that comes up the most when I hear this topic would be The Last Guardian. Now, this game was in development for a ridiculous amount of time. I remember when it was first introduced at E3. I am a huge Shadow of the Colossus fan. It's one of my favorite well, it, games of all time. It was also Vaporware for a long, long, long time. Yeah, there was... Which builds hype. Exactly, because there were so many rumors that that thing was cancelled. Yeah. And then they had to come out and say, no, it's not cancelled. <laughs> so, we're just not working on it. Team Eco doesn't do much, to be honest. Yeah. In their... What, 15 years or whatever? They've Maybe released three games? Yeah, because the PS2 was when they released Eco, which would have been, yeah, 2002, 2003. Probably yeah. like 16, 17 years. They've released three games in that time period. All, except for Last Guardian, have been critically acclaimed. I mean, Last Guardian got good I reviews think, yeah, as well, but it. I wouldn't call it criti critically acclaimed. I think it was. No. I think, like, if you check Metacritic in terms of those three... Yeah. Last Guardian's probably high 60s, low 70s. Okay. The other ones are 80s or 90s. Now, Shadow of the Colossus was a game I was super hyped for, and it actually was it went beyond my expectations. I love that game. Shadow? Yeah. Beautiful atmosphere, great like boss battles. That game is 16 boss battles, basically. Pretty much. Even though it was... The controls are trash yeah at the time yeah, yeah. like triangle was your jump button it was <laughs> so broken i mean the re-releases especially the ps4 one is the way to play it um fixed a lot of the control issues so yeah this is this is what i figured the last guardian on metacritic um yes uh 68 82 what 82 yeah that's what i figured that's bull uh 82 yeah. still not critically acclaimed but 82 is. is i think it according is. to metacritic i think it's 85 and above or 90 and above. They actually have a critically acclaimed thing. Right. What right. does Shadow of the Colossus have? Let's look that up. Uh, Damn, to be 82. fair, To be fair, uh, the user score was 8. Uh, eh. I'd give it a 6, to be honest. I was so disappointed by that game. That's but, basically but, where I was going uh, with that. But I think that's because of your hype. The hype level. The hype level. And then the actual game is just boring. Like, the actual game is not... Sure, you do grow an, attra uh, like, an attraction to your... Your beast. Yeah, your cat bird thing. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's a boring game. I didn't have a problem with the AI like I heard in some reviews where it just didn't listen to you. Like, I kind of like that it that's acted like an animal. That's interesting because I thought that's where your frustration came from. No, my frustration came from the fact that the game just was boring. It didn't come together properly. Yeah. Right. And that's why that was 
one of my most disappointing video games of all time. So Shadow um, of the Classes, which um, did get re-released for the PS4. And PS3. And PS3, yeah. Um, 91. 91. Well deserved. Well <laughs> deserved. It deserves a 99. User score, 8. So you got the same. That's bullshit too. <laughs> but um, what would you say is one of your most disappointing games of all time? Um, this is a weird one. Okay, so this this question for me um, is a weird question because I, I don't tend to fall into hype. Um, especially back in the day, I would like... I would go on the IGNs um, and the Metacritics and I would look up reviews and be like, okay, is this for me? Is this not for me? Um, not many games have fallen into that category. Yeah. I could think of one, and this is kind of a, this is a crazy one. This is a weird one. People are going to be like, yo, what the heck? Um, Mario Party 4. Yeah, for the GameCube. Mario Party. Was that the first one for the GameCube? The very first one for the GameCube. And my very first game for the GameCube. Um because i remember having so much fun with mario party one and two i'm like yo this is going to be the exact same obviously it wasn't it was a little dumbed down nintendo was moving into their more family friendly or child friendly um mode yeah and so they took a they took out some elements it took out some fun mini games the game's still good i guess if you look back on it now especially compared to the <laughs> wii days the wii the eight and nine mario yeah yeah, yeah. um so it's 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 a classic in that sense, but compared to the original sixty four ones, it just didn't live up to what I was hmm. expecting. Um, looking back on it now, pretty good game. Now that we got trash Mario, yeah, uh, parties, but except the Switch one, I still like Mario Party four over the Switch one. Okay, uh, because it's it's classic Mario Party. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Um, but it, it and that game sucks too. It doesn't suck, but it sucks for that game. Because Mario Party Five, Six, and Seven came out for the, for the GameCube, and were t- they they innovated, so they actually yeah. were better than the sixty four ones. Um, so number four kind of fell in this weird, like, generational step. Yeah, it wanted to be the old ones, but it wanted to do something different. It didn't quite do it. Um, so that was a very disappointing game for me. Hmm. That's interesting. I actually wasn't um, following nintendo much at that time i mean i had played the mario parties on the n64 but at friends houses and stuff i never actually owned any of them yeah yeah. um but that's that's interesting to hear uh another (laughs) another disappointing game that i have this one's a weird one i guess for me too would be dewey's adventure (laughs) now i don't know if anybody knows of dewey's adventure uh (laughs) it was published by konami i don't know if it was um, developed by them as well but it was what would you classify it was it, it was for the wii it's a platformer it's know? a platformer with tilt controls so you play as a water droplet named dewey um and you can change him into steam by heating him up and he would evaporate into steam um or you can make him solid into ice and it changes the gameplay st- uh, like uh the things you can do in the it's game basically power-ups yeah. I think in the cloud one, you could shoot lightning, maybe? I believe so. Yeah. Um, and it was very much like, yeah, you move the whole board kind of like you would in um, Super Super Monkey Ball. Yeah. And for some reason, I was so enthralled 
with the previews for this game. I still have no idea why I was, but I liked the way it looked. I was like, oh man, this is going to be so cool and like the puzzles you can do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then for some reason, I was so hyped, but I only rented the game. I don't know why I didn't buy it. Thank God <laughs> well, I didn't good. buy it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, good... I own it now, but I bought it used like yeah, yeah. years after. Man, the game was just not good. It was not a good game. It just yeah. didn't, it didn't even control well. For tilt controls on the Wii, like that's something you should get right on a tilt controller. But it was like, First generation almost. Yeah, it was pretty early in the Wii's life cycle. It was but before um, Wii Motion Plus. That is true. Uh, I borrowed that game from you, like, I think it was last year. And um, did you enjoy it? No, not there at all. There we go. I, uh, but I didn't but, have expectations. Yeah, you had no it. hype for it, so yeah, you yeah. probably enjoyed it more than I did. <laughs> so, yeah, even, even when that game got announced, it didn't look... I mean, the concept was cool, but I was not hyped. It looked a lot like Elibits and one of those games, which those were not great. Elibits is another disappointing one. I won't get into it, but it's almost <laughs> on the same level. Right, right. Um... Okay, what? that was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. One. What's uh, another one you got there? Uh, again, so this this might actually be my last one because for the most part, I play games that I like. Um, Inside. Uh, oh my <laughs> goodness! Inside uh, from the creators of Limbo. Didn't didn't I play Dead? Yeah, Play Dead was, Studios. Wasn't it um, on some people's like game of the year or something? Yep. Insane. I don't know if it was IGN, but someone gave it like a 10 out of 10. Insane. I think it was IGN. It might have been. Insane. That game is hot trash. That game is hot trash. <sighs> I don't think it's as bad as you make it out to be, but I, definitely hype-wise, it does not deserve the praise that it gets. So I agree I, with I you. I told Ricky to leave to download it. I told him about all the great reviews it's getting. Yo, game of the, game of the year, and it's an indie game. Yeah. And like... They were kind of established with that type of game. Yeah, and Limbo was a lot of fun. Even though yeah. there's not much to Limbo in terms of actual gameplay. This game is exactly Limbo. You just walk straight. Like, you but just it looks a little to... bit better. It has, a, um, I think, a cooler aesthetic. I guess. It's it's nothing to write home about. It's an indie game. It, it's your it's your prototypical indie game, I would say. Yeah. Um, it. So you can get to the <laughs> end of the game and like... An hour or two. Yeah, it's short. It's relatively short. Um, you can actually finish the game. So there are there are these, I guess, secrets to find to have like a proper ending. But you can get to the game without the secrets. The secrets are slightly challenging. Yeah. Um, like collectibles. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you have to unlock these vaults, and there's things chasing you. The whole game, things are chasing you. Um, the end of the game is so weird. Uh, that's what kills me um this might be a spoiler for anybody that wants to play inside so if you've lasted this long and don't want to know about inside (laughs) i just remember i had downloaded it and then emriel was playing it i had passed out or i went to bed i woke up (laughs) and the man was moving as a blob (laughs) in the game but the blob was a bunch of people People. because there was arms and stuff trying to burst out of the blob i was like what the hell was going on and it's some weird experiment or yeah some lab we discover this like we discover this (laughs) this lab and like we're, we're we're trying to get out of it and and it's actually going along it's at this point the game's actually going along it's like okay we're in this lab we're we're learning stuff and he gets cornered and he has to jump through glass. But when he jumps through the glass, he like merges with the blob and like, oh shit. And then you are the blob. Uh, yeah. 
I don't know. It was very. It was a letdown. I it li- was a letdown because people spoke about that in reviews about like the big twist or what happens. <laughs> like you won't believe it. Of yeah. course we won't believe it. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's good. Yes sir. Yes sir. So yeah, that was that was my a major letdown. That's good. I mean, there's there's many others. We can go on forever. I'm just gonna list just a few. We don't have to go through them. But MGS two will always be one of my earliest letdowns just because I loved MGS1 so much. MGS2 is still, sorry, that's Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Still an amazing game. Again, Hideo Kojima, you are God. I will have your babies. If it was possible. But according to Death Stranding, maybe I could have your pod baby. Um, The game was just a letdown because of how hyped and like the hype really destroyed that game for me. Um, But it was still an amazing game. looked amazing on the PS2. I'm using amazing for everything amazing. (laughs) Um, God of War Ascension was a letdown. Is that the one for the PSP? No, PS3. It was after God of War 3. It was already God of War fatigue happened by that time. And then there was that big delay until God of War uh, for the PS4 came out. It pretty much, it it wasn't a bad game, but it was Mm -hmm. just more of the same and it didn't do anything different. And by that time, you're like, okay, there's the PSP games already. There's two of them. There's three already on the PS3. Then this one. Right, 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 right. Um, So, yeah, not a bad game, but just disappointing. And finally, Need for Speed The Run. Uh, (laughs) I love the Need for Speed games, even though they don't do much. And I was hyped for Need for Speed The Run because there was going to be these cool out-of-car sequences, which ended up just being glorified quick-time events. Um, the graphic, like, the engine was, I think, the Frostbite engine. Like, it looked really sick, but the racing just felt crappy. The story was even bad in Need for Speed, like, like a level of bad. Like, Need right, for Speed isn't right. really yeah, meant yeah. to have a great story, but it wasn't even good there. Um... Yeah, just a disappointing Need for Speed game, but I mean, when you like Need for Speed, you're <laughs> prepared to be disappointed. Um, I don't know if there's any you want to throw out before nah, we end this off. Nah, I um oh uh not really. I was gonna say NBA Streets Volume Three. Ah. Um, because I really like Volume Two, but I could appreciate what they tried to do with Volume Three. I wasn't hugely disappointed in it. I didn't like it as much as Two. But I wasn't hugely. What did you play it on the GameCube? GameCube, yeah. Did that feature Mario's Mario, Peach, uh, and Luigi? I remember seeing it because it's actually on the cover of the game that it was. Yes. I didn't know if it was two or three. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, but so, that that's uh, that brings me, that gives me an idea for next week, um, for our master debaters topic, huh. um, games that surprised you. Huh. That you I weren't write that down. Kind of underrated titles that blew you away. Huh. I have some ideas for that already. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and please let us know below what are some of the most disappointing games that, that you've, you've experienced. Yeah. Specifically because of hype, I guess. Yeah. Or just your own personal because you are like you like the series and then that game came. Because uh, God of War Ascension wasn't hyped up because of like media wasn't saying oh it's the next god of war game yeah no i was just super hyped for it because three was amazing right you know that Um, was the seventh game in the series by that point i think they even had a mobile game if i'm not mistaken god of war yeah (laughs) um yeah it was too much and it almost killed the series but then the ps4 one came out and talk about something that lived up to the hype and then some Yeah, yeah but i do have a cool god of war statue that's actually right behind me while we are recording uh, Kratos statue which is actually pretty cool and I have the steel book for Ascension 
So at least it's not all bad. Um, but I think that's it for our generic master debater topic. And that pretty much is it for the show. What do you have planned for this week or gaming-wise? What are you expecting? Um, okay, so I still have the Wii U. And after Steam World Dig, uh, well, I downloaded Steam World Dig and Steam World Heist at the same time because they were on sale. Are they still on sale? No, I don't think they're still on sale. Probably not. But I think um, I'm going to grow my collection a bit more of Wii U indie games. Because I remember there were a few. There was a little push um, about in the middle towards the end um, for exclusive Wii U indie games. Uh, because there was no third parties on the Wii U. Yeah. So they had to go to indies. Um, I think I'm going to grow my co- collection a little bit more. Um, and finally start on SteamWorld Heist uh, properly. Um, I don't think, I don't know, I don't have it in me right now to continue the Mario games for some reason. Yeah. Um, so I'll it's probably, more of a time sink, too. Yeah. So I'll probably um, stick with the smaller experiences for now. Sounds good. How about you? Um, I'm going to continue playing Team Sonic Racing until I get bored of that. I was going to go for the Platinum, but the challenges are just way too difficult and frustrating. So I'm just going to play the single player all the way through and yeah. probably do some multiplayer. And then hoping to jump into Spyro to work on Platinums there. Yeah. Um, you know what you haven't mentioned? What? And I should have probably mentioned this too. Your Mario Kart competition. Oh, yes. That's right. Thank you for bringing that up. I run a Mario Kart time trial competition. Started with the first week of 2019. Basically, every week it's a new track until we do all 48 tracks so it's 48 weeks basically um and i keep i give points for where you finish on that week so the best time gets the most points and what's going to happen at the end at the end we will have a tournament for the top 16 players they will be in the tournament of speed uh and basically we will fight for or race race for (laughs) um a championship belt a custom championship belt which i have to get working on so thank you for letting me for informing me of that because that's coming up quickly we're already halfway through the year we've done about 21 of these tracks i am number one just remember that yeah but he's also played every week yes yes owns the game and yes there's lots of controversies lots of controversies he stacks the deck anyways (laughs) if you want to submit a time you probably can if i don't know you you probably can't but i will be playing mario kart as always every week putting in time trials um and i still play my switch every week too yeah the rayman challenges i'm doing every day um some pokemon let's go i still play tetris 99 is still as addictive (laughs) as it always was it's just getting harder you know what i was into for a while what oh i get does that count as a video game because i played it on my phone what um chess I (laughs) i have this chess app I really got into it, and I just discovered it at two players, and I was actually playing with a friend. Um, and yeah, yeah, no, that counts. I, <laughs> I mean, I play Wordscapes on my phone. Right, <laughs> just kind of embarrassing to say out loud, but um, we are hoping to get back to you by the end of next week with our E three predictions. Oh, okay. We will also cover uh, what happens in the, the Pokemon Direct. Um, 
but yeah, we'll do a E three predictions by the end of next week because then E three starts right then. then right after that. Yeah. Um, and we'll see how close we are with our predictions after that. Yes, sir. Um, but that's gonna be it for this generic transmission. Yeah. On, I don't think we mentioned the date actually. It is yes, confirmed. It is May the 29th. Probably when it's going up, it might be May the 30th. But thank you all for listening, and we will see you on the next one. On another generic side quest.